contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 46 of Dumb All Over. Recording from Why Built Road Straight when you could build them up and around a fucking mountain in Pennsylvania. This is a progressive podcast with fresh opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. And we're always under the influence of craft beer. On today's episode, we will talk about Michael Flynn's guilty plea, Manafort's ghostwriting, Mueller's new subpoena, and the tax bill. We have an interview with Mark Whitmire, who's running for Congress in Tennessee. And then finally, we get some help on our pop culture segment from the host or one of the hosts of Nerdy Things Podcast, Kevin. I'm Tom. And the giggly motherfucker across from me is... Yes, and I'm Austin. Hi, Austin. <laughs> What's up? Tom? How are you? <laughs> good, good. <laughs> How's everything going? Oh, it's pretty good on this side of the table. <laughs> good, good. Everything's fantastic here. <laughs> Sorry, we <laughs> for the audience, they probably think we're insane. No, we just had a little bit of trouble uh, starting the episode. <laughs> That's why it's really funny. <laughs> it's funny to us. It is, yeah. But not to them. No. They're maybe pop- I don't know. Maybe I'll release that part to the patrons. Great, <laughs> great. Can't wait for that. <laughs> so become, become a patron. You can't Tom make any of that himself. I, me? That was your fault. This is not even my fucking fault. <laughs> okay. How how's everything going? <laughs> it's good. Why don't you tell oh, me about what oh, beer we're drinking? Oh, oh hi, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> my new oh hi, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh hi, Austin. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, it's stupid. I did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> oh, oh, hi, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a little chicken. Cheap, 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 cheap. <laughs> Never heard chicken do that. No. Hey, <laughs> we're going to drink a beer. Um, oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, another one, because we haven't had anything today no, so no, far, because it's the all. beginning of the day. Exactly. This is, uh, I believe, Mel Gibson's favorite beer. It's from Avery Brewing Company. It's called Old Jubilation. <laughs> I get it because yeah, there's Jew in it. Yeah. <laughs> it is like yeah. And he's an anti-Semite. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Why are we laughing at that? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Hey, <laughs> this is a beer. Um, It says government warning. Oh, wait. <laughs> we don't read those. <laughs> <laughs> brewed and canned by Avery Brewing Company in Boulder, Colorado. So yeah, this is actually in a can, which is unusual yes, for us. It yeah. is a can, but are you ready for this? Oh, I am. Ho ho whoa! Alright, I wasn't our ready for win- that. <laughs> <laughs> our winter ale has a glorious mahogany hue, a hint of hazelnuts, and ah. a finish reminiscent of mocha and toffee. Mahogany Hue, my new cover band. <laughs> it's a Huey Lewis in the news cover band. No spices, just a perfect blend of five specialty 
malts. No spices. That's what it fucking says. All right. Um, All right, Avery. You're really on the spot this time. Brewed with Rocky Mountain water, which I heard is better than their oysters. <laughs> malted barley, hops, and yeast. Okay. Which I assume has no infection. Okay. It smells good. Nice. Nice. It's malty. Hmm. It's a little bit on the bitter side, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I still kind of like it. It's like, um, it's a little caramely, too. I don't hate it. That must be the toffee they're talking about. But I don't oh, love it. It's actually better the second sip. It actually kind of reminds me of... um. But is it better the third sip? I don't know. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Wow. It kind of reminds me of... um. It has some of the flavor complexities of a hard liquor. Like a like a whiskey or a scotch. Not it's good though. Hard looking her? What? <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> well, well, if you're, if you're you a go. Republican politician, it's <laughs> not hard. Um <laughs> it depends on what act you're performing. This is about the story we read earlier. <laughs> Austin decided to read this fucking story about the world's worst rim job. I'm sorry, when that's start. when that's the title of an article, I have to read it. I'm sorry. Oh. And honestly, I it, thought it was going to be clickbait, and the article was going to be really stupid. And then you oh, proceeded no. to read it. Oh no, it was. Uh, it was and it was, a... and it was the world's worst rim job. Yeah. That's when you're licking a, your boyfriend's butthole, and he farts in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's a bad thing. I almost killed Tom when I read the intro, because <laughs> or not the intro, the first, uh, the first. Oh line. my god! I was yeah. eating a scone, which was made by Austin. Oh yeah, I made scones. Our show. Yeah. Um, and you know they're on the drier side because they're yeah. scones, so yeah. I'm chewing it. I'm enjoying it because it's yeah. so good. And it, the the fucking article starts off by saying, <laughs> "Me and my boyfriend decided to start doing butt stuff." <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> What? But it goes to prove that <laughs> I am not but. the only one who used the phrase butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> butt stuff, my new cover band. <laughs> that's a new YouTube cover band. Hey! Oh, that's about right. Yeah, because they're a bunch of assholes. <laughs> and they smell. Yeah. Okay. Like butt. <sighs> this has the uh, feelings of episode 44. <laughs> it does. Has the never mind. Just go. Just go before this gets worse. Hmm. Okay. I'm just gonna take another sip. All right. Well, we have a lot to talk about. Mm, do we ever? Oh, I believe we do. Let's start off with the biggest news of last week. Where? Where? What are you doing? Getting my charger. <laughs> last week. It used to be a San Diego charger, but now it's moved to Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dad joke and a half. It is. That's bad. Yeah. That's really bad. I got to put it on the Twitter. On the Twitter. <laughs> oh, my Oh, Grandpa. Oh, oh, Grandpa. Yeah. Grandpa Austin. Uh, I bet that old guy that we see at uh, Weiss every time we go get beer probably makes jokes like that. Every time. <laughs> every fucking time. Every Tuesday when we go in to, get it, to do our beer run, yeah. he sits at the same table by himself eating and drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Every single Every Tuesday. Tuesday. It's crazy. Yeah. I I wonder what he thinks about us. No. Like, oh, know. there goes those two youngins <laughs> getting a beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you thinking? He has to, unless he just says, like, that senile, where he doesn't realize it. It's a potential. He's like 75. Oh, yeah. He has a walker. He's not quite as old as Pat Robertson, who's. No. What, he, we, what did we agree on? 6,000? <laughs> I believe it was uh, 4.9 billion. <laughs> oh, we're at 4.9 billion? <laughs> yeah. But no, that can't be, though. 
Why? Earth is only 6,000 years old. Right, yeah. So let's just assume he's 6,000 years old. Okay. Okay? Hey, Pat. All right. Next thing, which the first thing, because we didn't talk about anything. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It is time to enter. Don't say the no spin zone. (laughs) (laughs) The butthole. No, no. Known as the Trump report. Oh. Have I done a good job? Have I done a good job? Not at all. Probably the least of anybody you've ever met. There's nobody that understands the horror better than me. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. All right. Michael Flynn. He's in the news. Do you know why? But stuff. <laughs> no, not butt stuff, no. Austin. Uh, that is Roy Moore. <laughs> I wonder if he shall, if he'll uh, share a cell with uh, Jared from the subway. Oh, yeah, he's a little old for Jared. He could get a real yeah. foot long. Dad <laughs> <laughs> jokes all around. Yeah. Ew. I don't think Jared's that big. No, no, no. I'm saying he's gonna get it for long. Uh, Michael Flynn might be. I don't know. He has some big balls going against the Donald. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, hey, you know what he did? A man with such tiny hands. <laughs> <laughs> Michael ahead. Flynn pled guilty to lying to the FBI. Oops. Yeah, it was announced earlier. <laughs> My last old job. <laughs> lying to the FBI. Yeah. It was announced earlier. I don't know. That's a, that's a stupid Bill Maher joke that he makes every time oh. anybody says anything. He's not relevant anymore, so. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not, no. <laughs> He's not really. I don't really hear about him ever anymore. There was no. a time right around when uh, Milo's uh, Snephalopagus was on. Yeah. That was about the last time I really remember. Oh, no. The racist I was going to say, then right after that, yeah. he said a word that yeah, only yeah. Quentin Tarantino uses. <laughs> yeah, and not like Bill Maher did. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so anyway, uh, pretty much... It was reported earlier last week that Michael Flynn um, was, I think it might have been a week and a half ago, will no longer communicate with Trump's lawyers. Yeah. And no, we, we talked about that. And we speculated no. that there was something big happening. Uh-huh. Well, there was. Yeah. <laughs> because on Friday, I think it was Friday, I remember being happy going into the weekend for the first time in a mm. while, um, Michael Flynn was at a court hearing where he pled guilty to lying to the FBI. Oops. <laughs> That's a big deal. <laughs> That's what we call in news breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> he pled guilty to lying to FBI, which I assume was probably the smallest infraction of all the infractions. But that also means something. If you're lying to the FBI, you're probably you're probably being accused at least of a lot more. No, oh, yeah. So if you're only pleading guilty well, I to heard, that, I heard that. Um, had they charged him, just charged him outright without him working out a deal, right? He would have been facing sixty years to life in prison. Which, let's face it, for an older man, yeah, that's life already. Yeah, and they're going to go after his son, which I think was the deal breaker. But anyway, but he's what he's looking at is anywhere from, I believe it's like six months to five years, right? So. That is way, way less and let's than be, what he was potentially looking at. And let's be real. He's probably going to get the the lesser of the sentence. Be, yeah, but because I think he gave some very good information. I think so, too. To, uh, it's not a to coinc- Mueller, who's been looking for it. I don't think it's a coincidence <laughs> that in the same breath, we're now talking about a subpoena that 
uh, Robert Mueller put out, yeah. Mueller put out. Yeah. Um, he went after Deutsche Bank, mm-hmm. which, if you don't understand why that is important, you have it's to not look- just because it's a German bank. It's not because it's a German <laughs> no. bank. Uh, a couple uh, things. Although, One, although there is a Nazi involved, <laughs> a couple possible yeah. Nazis. Yeah. One, uh, Trump's records, Trump's financial records. And Deutsche Bank are like peanut butter and jelly. And then the second thing is, right before the election, a smaller character in this story named Jared Kushner, OG Kush, (laughs) took a fucking- Only smaller by physical mass. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. uh, Took a random bank loan from- Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank. Yeah. For like, I forgot what it was. It was a- Look, Jared, don't turn anything over until we see the subpoenas. (laughs) <laughs> that's how he says it i, I saw know, it on tv i, I think he's really, doing it on purpose i don't think so i think he's just a moron oh uh, well that that yeah. too for sure so all of a sudden you have michael flynn who probably knows more than anybody in this situation let's face so it far. national security advisor yeah is like a mild job <laughs> yeah no no. <laughs> no you would not be talking to me right now uh, you know what i have new respect for you bill maher it's hard to work this joke <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's so stupid. It is very stupid, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Like you're showing your face. Um, <laughs> what, a, what a petty insult! <laughs> you're a petty insult. Um, <laughs> petty insult. My new cover band. Oh God. Oh, that should definitely be a Tom Petty cover band. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's a really bad one. And oh, that's why it's a petty it. Yes, insult. that's exactly. Our minds are like connected. It's mm. like. It's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Hey. Um, this is really good news. Uh, Jared Kushner. For people who like freedom. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. And every American should be happy, even though <laughs> some are not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Something like 33% of them are not. Huh? Yeah. It's funny how there's that consistent number of around 33 to 34%. Yeah. I can't imagine that that's the racist part of this country. <laughs> <laughs> because that number never changes. Trump murders somebody. 33% say his job approval is still good. Yeah, well, they probably had it coming. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, it is well, quite amazing to hear them reason through why the stuff he's doing is okay. Oh, you mean like endorsing Roy Moore? Yeah. A potential like, pedophile. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I saw somebody on Twitter say, oh, the allegations have already been debunked. Debunked? Have they? No. I missed that. I must <laughs> yeah, have been I working know. that day. I don't remember that. As a matter of fact, one of the accusers has just today produced another note that was written to her by Roy Moore, hmm. where the handwriting matches the handwriting in the yearbook that they were touting as fake. Right. Well, if that's fake, then this is obviously fake, too. So, so the same person, That's this is what is going to kill their minds. The same person that wrote the fake note in the notebook also wrote the fake note for a different yep. girl entirely. Yeah, yeah. It's a conspiracy. That's what happens when you the, when you liberal people yeah. do these conspiracy. Everybody, things. listen up! <laughs> All right, Alex, relax. It's not real signatures. Something like that. Gay frogs. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the gay frogs. It's the gay frogs. Chemtrails. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Buy my supplements. Chemtrails are real, by the way. So let's not talk about that. <laughs> Oh, Tom. <laughs> I mean, come on. Those planes flying over with the long tail of shit, that's bad. They're, they're, they're spraying stuff. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that sounds like the people who believe that. Oh, my God. You guys are spraying stuff in the atmosphere. Oh, my God. It was like green. <laughs> Billy, shut up. You're colorblind. Well, then it was probably brown. <laughs> 
Yeah, literally spraying shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I did not know they were spraying Donald Trump. Hey, mm-hmm. this is really Wrong. this is interesting news. I I don't understand um, why Jared Kushner still hasn't been arrested, but I'm. It's because he doesn't speak. <laughs> but I'm guessing shit's about to hit the fan, mm-hmm. like worse than it already has. Oh yeah. If Michael Flynn, who they have. Trump, by the way, tried to play off as like a low level person again. <laughs> and not a, well, here's the funnier thing about that. So Trump tweeted out a tweet that said, Hello, world. Oh, I didn't say that, but that's what he <laughs> means every time he tweets. I had to fire Michael Flynn because he lied to the FBI and to Vice President well, Micaford Pence. He said Mike Pence <clears throat> and the FBI. Whatever. It doesn't matter what it was. No, it does matter because Why? that little extra piece if he said he lied to mike pence no one really bothers with that tweet the fact that he said mike pence and the fbi yeah says that he knew yeah. mike pence li- or not my well mike pence did too yeah. but that um <laughs> that uh, michael that flynn, flynn lied, lied to the fbi yeah and before that, he fired him yes and while he was pressuring yes james comey to yes. knock off the investigation <laughs> thank you please and, get back in your and, <laughs> and that is why this is called <clears throat> obstruction of just this. That's the French way. <laughs> it is obstruction of justice. Yeah. If that's the case. Mm-hmm. And then what happens right after that tweet is posted? Trump's lawyer yeah. comes out and says, oh, no, no, I wrote it. Yeah. I'm sure he's the one who wrote pled instead of pleaded. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a exactly. Lawyer a lawyer. Who deals in the law. <laughs> yeah. It's the pled. most idiotic thing. I get it. And I appreciate I like, have to say, if he did write it, he is the best Donald Trump impersonator yeah. I've ever seen. All on the Twitter. tweets all the tweets yeah. match the rest of the I tweets. I mean, there's no fucking. The syntax was perfect. It was. It was Donald Trump all the way. There's no way that Donald, wasn't Trump Donald Trump fucking wrote that tweet. I don't want to fucking hear it. No lawyer wrote that tweet. No. And you know what? It is a little bit admirable if you hate the country and you like like sadistic kind of things. Yeah. That the lawyer tried to stand up for the president by taking a bullet. Yeah. But no one believes this fucking guy. <laughs> no. There's not a person out there who's like, oh, it was the lawyer. Oh, okay, I'm good. Yeah. No, no, it was fucking Donald Trump. Because there are some that I think he didn't write, but they're the ones that sound coherent. <laughs> and intelligent. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I think that those are just scripted. I still think he's the one typing them up, though. Oh, he might be typed, but I mean, he didn't write them. But no, this, no. But this was written like it a was. moron. It yeah. was. It was clearly a Trump. lawyer. A lawyer. A is, lawyer doesn't screw that up. Is not going to make that mistake. That's no. a mistake that even Republicans who have supported him are like, Ooh. wait, yeah. What do you mean, and the FBI? How do you know that he lied to the FBI? We just found out yesterday. Yeah. That's a big problem. Yeah. So. Look, I have so many big problems in my administration. (laughs) Yes. Yes, you do, Donald. (laughs) Yes, you do. And Baron Von Trump is not one of them. (laughs) Nope, I'm the best. (laughs) Actually, he might be. He might be the only member of this family who hasn't colluded (laughs) in any way. I got to be president then, right? No, this is not a monarchy, Baron. Ugh. You cannot become king president. <laughs> king. king president Baron Von Trump. <laughs> president King. Um, so, yeah, I'm just looking forward to seeing what else is going to come out of this. I, I think know. this is going to be another busy news week. Yeah. Again. I don't know if it's going to be, like, right away. Yeah. But... It's going to be something. Shit's going to happen. And it's obvious that the next one that's going to go down is Jared Kushner. Yeah. But if Jared goes down, now we have a whole new problem because it's his family. Mm. 
That's why I still don't think it's going to be Jared Kushner. I still think it's going to be other people first. Think you, so? get, you get as many non well, where do you go next? members. To the people like Papalopoulos, mm. who you don't know about. Okay. The other people who are not family members who can give you more info before you go after the family members. Yeah. That's why I wonder if you should just like, maybe even if you can, skip the family members. And if you can get enough on him, just, just on go him. right for him. I want them all to go to <clears> jail, though. I do, too. But if the effect is that if you go after one of the family members, he's going to pardon them and then fire Mueller. <sighs> right. Then why go after... Why the go fam, after yeah. Kushner? Well, maybe you don't. Maybe you go after Kushner. Maybe there's some kind of talk. Maybe maybe Flynn knows that maybe Trump doesn't really like Kushner. Maybe he's willing to sell Kushner he out. Kushner. But maybe he's willing to sell I mean, him out because he's not so. a direct family member. He's married into the family. I don't know. I don't know. Trump is weird. Yeah, he is. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. He's like, well, well, he is the Jew. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, my kind don't like Jews. You know? <laughs> Even though we're putting the capital <laughs> mm, of the United States practically in Jerusalem. Yeah. Good job, Donnie. Yeah. Um, we shall move on to another another <laughs> let's lighten this up a little bit. Because this is fucking okay. this is the funniest story I've read in a long time. I'm gonna read you from CBS News. This is the name of the article. Paul Manafort. Mm. Ghost wrote draft of op-ed with colleague thought to have ties with Russian intelligence. Oops. <laughs> but Austin, while under house arrest. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he was confused about what that meant or what he's being charged with. Really? Really? <laughs> you think that's the case? <laughs> no, I don't think that's the case. I don't know how the fuck this happens. If you're under house arrest for colluding with russia yeah why do you think it's gonna be an okay thing to ghostwrite for a russian i don't i mean i can't give you an answer because i don't understand what it's like to be that stupid i don't no but also i want to be this stupid <laughs> You're well on your way there. <laughs> I think this is the most amazing thing that a person in, in today's society can be. Stupid. Apparently, it makes you president. <laughs> Not just that, but like, think about this. We have hearts. That's why when we see this travel ban get passed by the Supreme Court, parts of it, right? Yeah. It hurts us. Yeah. Or when we see Native Americans being made fun of and mocked right in the White House, it hurts us. Yeah. Or when women get mistreated and abused sexually and verbally, it hurts us. Yeah. Imagine if we woke up one morning and we were just like, I don't care. Yeah. How great would life be? You can literally watch someone getting attacked on the side of the road and be like, he deserves it. It yeah. would be such a such a relaxing mindset. I envy religious right wingers. I really do. Mm. You have to be one. You have to be a special type of stupid to be doing what Paul Manafort was doing. I'm going to read a little bit from this article. Okay. Special Counsel Robert Mueller 
says Pullman for and a Russian colleague were ghostwriting an English language editorial about Manafort's work for Ukraine, and that a colleague uh, and that colleague is assessed to have ties with Russian intelligence intelligence service, according to documents filed by a special counsel. The government said in a brief that the ghostwritten draft op-ed would constitute a violation of the court orders banning statements to the press u.s district court judge amy berkman jackson berman jackson excuse me has already reprimanded manafort's attorney kevin drowning downing i thought it's on r there that's the alcohol for talking to the media <laughs> after manafort appeared in court for his indictment this is a criminal trial not a public relations campaign she said in november it's not clear where manafort hoped to have uh the op-ed place but just the fact that he wrote it shows he intended to violate or circumvent the court's orders. The old reach around. <laughs> <laughs> the special counsel argued. Anyway, I don't. I, I there's not much more to the story other than the fact that what the fuck is wrong with Paul Manafort? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, he clearly thinks he's, he's above the law. That has to be it. You yeah. mentioned that before we yeah. started the show. That has to be it. Yeah, it has to be. Why, what yeah, what are the reason? I like I don't understand. You're, if you're on the house arrest, you have to assume that every move you make is being recorded or analyzed by somebody. Yeah. And now you're going to fucking write with a Russian who might have ties to the Russian government or the Russian intelligence service? Exactly. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. No. I don't understand. I really can't get in that mind. like why why would he think that's okay? I I I don't I don't know. I think that you, you're probably right. He thinks he's above the law. He probably thought maybe, oh, maybe I'm not going to get caught. Or maybe, just maybe, he already knows he's fucked. When we first reported that he that he was in trouble, right? Yeah. We talked about the possibility of him facing 80 or 50 or 60 years or whatever it was in prison. Yeah. He's like 70 years old now. He's not going to make it. Yeah. He probably knows that he's going to jail for the rest of his life. So why not? Isn't that the isn't that the idea? Like it, I, I hear people say this all the time. I'm gonna go out with a bang. It's like if they got me, I got nothing to lose, so I'm just gonna go out with the bang. Why? Yeah, but if you're gonna go out with the bang, go out with the bang. Now ghostwriting an op, baby. It's like well, it's not a bang. I it's not, but maybe he just doesn't fucking care. That could be. I, I don't know. I'm trying I'm just trying to figure it out. <laughs> I know it's so confusing. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. I don't see normal people doing this stuff. Yeah. It's it's as if a serial killer just got detained, yeah. right? He's killed 30 people, and he's been detained. And then he starts writing an op-ed piece for Russia. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> or he, like, creates a blog. Look, it makes, a much, it makes as much sense. Or maybe he creates a blog that says, like, how murder feels good. Like, you're, you're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you're, uh, you're dumb all over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, literally. Speaking of really stupid things. Go ahead. <laughs> so today, in the Senate Banking Committee, they were um, discussing the Dodd-Frank bill and how to make it, you know, even more toothless than it already is. Of course. And apparently, uh, Sherrod Brown, who's a Democrat out of Ohio, and who's also considered to be like a progressive favorite. A lot of people like him. Okay. Um, <laughs> they said that... Or he said, rather, that um, 
the bipartisan Dodd-Frank rollback gave us more than we deserve by introducing the meatloaf minimum. Oh, no. Yes. Wait. The food. No. The singer. The singer. Yeah. Say that again. The singer? Yeah. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Like Paradise by Dashboard Light. That meatloaf. So- um, there was a reporter there. He's reporting Senator Rob Brown just now on the bipartisan Dodd Frank rollback bill. Quote: As Meatloaf used to sing, two out of three ain't bad. Oh my god! But this bill doesn't even meet the Meatloaf minimum. Oh my god! After that, uh, the hearing went nowhere fast. Senator John Neely Kennedy responds to this claim. Meatloaf also used to say there ain't no Coupe de Ville on the bottom of a oh, Cracker Jack box. What the fuck? Yes. Brown has <laughs> this guy. I like this guy. It's um at Sam Knight One. Uh, this is a guy reporting on it. Um, he, he tweeted, "Brown has yet to respond. I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that." <laughs> this can't be fucking real. Well, that wasn't. He said he's yet to respond. Oh my god! But but Senator um, Tom Tillis also quotes Meatloaf. Baby, we can talk all night, but that ain't getting us nowhere. <laughs> he's looking forward to voting. It continues. Senate Banking Committee Chair. That can't be his name. <laughs> it's it's Crapo. <laughs> Literally, I don't know how else to pronounce it. C R A P O. Crapo. It's Crapo. Crapo. I'm just gonna call him Committee Chair Crapo. <laughs> Quote. I guess I'm going to have to hear a little more about meatloaf. And then Tom Scott says, "No, sir, you don't have to." <laughs> oh my god. Uh, what country do we live but in? But it said, no kidding, Meatloaf has been quoted four times where a Senate committee is considering legislation impacting the financial sector. This reporter asks why. <laughs> but you see, this is something that I would do, but I'm not a politician. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that we do all the time with like Floyd songs. I know, but now we're about to ruin the world's right. biggest economy. <laughs> I know. Oh my god! Like when you and I are joking around, and like, oh, it's time for the final cut, and you're like, oh, that made me comfortably numb. <laughs> that's funny when it's stupid, yeah. <laughs> but, but when, it's not even funny if to do on air. Like that's just something we do when we do all yeah. But this is ridiculous. This happened yet yeah, in the Senate banking and committee. and out of all the people to pick, they pick meatloaf. meatloaf. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. Somebody should have been there with the. Uh, with some Roger Waters quotes, that would have been a lot better. Something. Yeah. Something else. Listen, I don't hate Meatloaf. I'm sure you do. I'm, I guarantee No, you. I don't hate Meatloaf. I, I no. don't mind him at all. No. I don't think about him that much. But, Me neither. Yeah. But like... But why was this a... Like a... The the form of communication it took in the Senate? I don't understand. Did they... Did at any point they go, stop right there? No. <laughs> I did like that. The, I got a no right now. The reporter, that made me laugh. That I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> oh I don't even know. What does that mean? Wait. I don't know. Because that's the quote in the song. I would do anything for love, but I won't, but do, I won't do that. Well, so you what won't do, do anything for love. Well, what are they? Re- oh, well, true. Yeah. yeah so right. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This whole thing is so fucking stupid. Yeah. But the fact that this is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Makes me very concerned because, like, what the fuck is going on? It's a good question. No, it's not. We shouldn't even be asking (laughs) it. But that's a good segue. Um, No, it's not. What's going on is a good question 
to ask about the GOP tax bill that the Senate passed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, the Republicans are fucking evil people, except for a few. <laughs> I was just going to say, because we're having one on later. <laughs> we are. Yeah. That way, we didn't even announce it like that. No, go ahead. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Just, just no. You, you'll listen. Okay. We know you will. We have a Republican on. <laughs> and it's not right. <laughs> he's not a Republican. He's a libertarian. Whatever the fuck that is. Oh, even dumber. Yeah. No, I'm going to have to leave that in because that's really Their funny. fucking candidate bit his tongue and was like, on live television. Yeah. Then he's like, oh, what's Aleppo? <laughs> I forgot about it's that. It's only, you know, where the biggest conflict in Syria oh is happening I right now. I completely forgot. Oh, I've never heard of this Aleppo. And even the, even the moderators. I'm just a little old <laughs> candidate even the mod- trying to get some tax cuts. Even the moderators were like, you're kidding, right? Yeah. Well, no, it was during an interview. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, they were even like. They just were like. Like, wait, oh. are you serious? Oh. And he later oh. says who he thought it was like a whole bunch of words. <laughs> like, oh. I thought it was like dog food. <laughs> what are you going to do about the Aleppo? What is Aleppo? <laughs> the way he said it, too, is so weird. I get it, like yeah. Aleppo. <laughs> yeah. but, the, but it's weird, like the way he said it. He was really so taken aback. What about the time where he pretended to have a stroke on a live debate on national television? <laughs> no, no, that was just him making a libertarian argument. <laughs> It's because the brain, when you try to say that, you know, we need to trust the free market, you know, when the brain realizes the evidence in contrary to that opinion, that's when it looks like you're having a stroke because your brain is suffering with this idea that are just not, they're mutually exclusive. They cannot work together. What Austin is saying is fuck libertarians. <laughs> but we have a Republican well, on. Well, actually, and if, if you guys tuned. would fuck libertarians, they might have a little more empathy later. But anyway. Because mm-hmm. I think that's really their problem. I think they it's, just don't just, get fucked. Yeah, is that what you're saying? I think they're just lonely, lonely boys. <laughs> but I'm not a libertarian. <laughs> you're a whole other problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the part of the party that no one talks about. <laughs> All right, go ahead. What's going on with the tax bill? So, what's the deal with tax bills? <laughs> <laughs> You're not billing on your tax, boo. All right. <laughs> My name's not Bill. Yeah. It's Tom. Who's on first? Anyway. So, the, you, so you, if you play your cards right. <laughs> I think I would be playing my cards wrong. That'd be Real House of Cards. All right. So, oh, man. as as you wonderful listeners probably already know by now, the tax bill is horrible. So we don't have uh, to get into the. You know what? If it wasn't for our patrons, yeah, not the the lack of a pay, uh, the lack of the patrons that we have, yeah. we could fit into this tax bracket. We need more. This is what this whole thing is about. <laughs> yeah, we, need. we need more patrons. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to get a tax cut. <laughs> We're trying to get a tax. Cut. So all we gotta do is get to about seventy five thousand per episode. Yeah. Well, not per episode because it's per year. So ah, but even then we wouldn't get a tax cut. We need to get around like five million to get a tax cut. Well, an initial tax cut will be good for seventy five thousand or up, but then no, but, it changes. But they but they don't allow you to um, claim student loans, 
expenses yeah, or it. income tax. Well, that actually is a tax increase. I'm actually thinking about just letting my my like the the, the government take my degree away. Oh, please. <laughs> and just like, because what's the point? What are they going to do with it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll probably kill my tax credit, but. Whatever. At the same time, it's <laughs> like, I'm whatever. Anyway. Huh? What are we talking about? So we're not, we're not getting into the specifics because you can find the specifics of the tax bill on almost every show that's talking about it. Well, that and the fact that a lot of people haven't even found out all of the That's statistics. true. Yeah. We don't even know what the handwritten things do. Yeah. Well, and they were writing it by, like, yeah. some of it was handwritten. And as some people like Elizabeth Warren and several other Democratic leaders. Yeah showed yeah you cannot make out a lot of these words no like it is and some terrible. of it was cut off on the copies yeah, yeah. elizabeth yeah. warren pointed that yeah. out so but there but here's this from um i'm in pocahontas sorry the, <laughs> from new york magazine there's an article the G- the senate gop accidentally killed some of the donors favorite tax breaks oops oh my <laughs> god they're so dumb and then there's a picture of um the Senate Majority Leader, uh, Turtle Mitch McConnell. Turtle. Yeah. So I like turtles. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> On Friday, Senate Republicans <laughs> rewrote the American Tax Code over lunch, and passed their partially handwritten legislation around two a.m. the following morning. Yeah, I stayed up. Yeah, I stayed up watching uh, the debates and the uh, Elizabeth Warren, yeah. uh, several other Democrats. I don't remember their names, but they all went on like some kind of Facebook Live and yeah. showed all this shit. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah, it was bad. So, um, uh, Mitch McConnell never subjected his blueprint for restructuring the world's largest economy to a single hearing. Mm-hmm. His caucus has never invited experts to offer insight into the bill's implication for housing, health care, higher education, outsourcing, or tax evasion. And but this case had an upside for the Senate GOP. It allowed the party to pass deeply unpopular changes to the tax code before the public had a chance to learn about them, such as taxing the poor. Yeah, more. <laughs> well, just about everybody, unless you're rich. Well, yeah. Yeah. But specifically, the well, poor. Yeah, the poor are getting the biggest tax. The like, poor yeah. are getting the biggest. How yeah. does that compute? How does that make sense to anybody? And you know what? In a way. This is going to sound really fucked up, Austin. In a way, I'm glad. I'm fucking glad. <laughs> yeah. You know why? why? Because half the fucking people who vote these Republicans who fucked this country up just now yeah. are middle to lower class people. Oh, yeah. That's because that's most of the country. Yeah. And if you've ever been to the South, I lived in the South. I know. It can be poor at place in, oh. in certain places. Well, I think the poorest places in the country are in the South. They are. Yeah. Now, when those people all of a sudden are like, wow, the government taxing me more money. Yeah. Who are you going to blame? Fucking Obama? <laughs> no, they will. Austin. They blamed him for Katrina. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but approaching major legislation like an Adderall adult sophomore. <laughs> now, come on, article. That's a little much. Um, <laughs> just the wording I don't care for. Approaches an over, yeah, how a sophomore would approach an overdue midterm paper uh, came with a minor drawback. It forced the party to pass a tax bill before they had a chance to read it. Evidently. This is fucking great. What a now, twist. In hindsight, Mitch McConnell should have asked for an extension. While Republicans were maniacally outlining their plans to take from the poor to give to the Trumps, <laughs> that I liked. That is nice. They also accidentally nullified all of their corporate donors' oh my favorite deductions. The screw up. Like most of the tax plan's oddest features, was born of a math problem. Due to the arcane Senate rules, the Trump tax cuts can only add only add one point five trillion to the deficit <laughs> over the next decade. <laughs> I like how it says only. Yeah. 
Last Thursday, um, the Senate tax bill already cost about that sum. And then Mitch McConnell started making expensive promises to a few of his holdouts. Mm -hmm. Susan Collins wanted a $10,000 property tax deduction for Americans in the highest tax states. Mm -hmm. Ron Johnson wanted a 23% business income deduction for Mm -hmm. the company that his family owns. Um, This left um, the Senate Majority Leader searching under the tax code's couch cushions for new sources of revenue. Eventually, he came upon the Corporate Alternative Minimum Tax, the AMT. At present, most corporations face a 35% statutory rate on their income. But by availing themselves of various tax credits and deductions, most companies can get their actual rates far below that figure. Uh, To put a limit on just how far, the corporate AMT prevents companies from paying any less than 20% on their profits, or more precisely, on the profits they fail to hide overseas. Of course. Yeah. The GOP had originally intended to abolish the AMT, but on Friday, with the clock running out and money running short, Senate Republicans put the AMT back into their bill. Unfortunately for McConnell, they forgot to lower the AMT after doing so. Oh, my God. They copy copy and pasted the wrong article. That is a big problem. The Senate bill brings the normal corporate rate down to 20% while leaving the alternative minimum rate at 20%. Oh, my God. The legislation would still allow corporations to claim a wide variety of tax credits and deductions. It just renders them all completely worthless. That's so funny. Companies could either take no deductions and pay a 20% rate or take lots of deductions and pay a 20% rate. <laughs> this is uh, this is like a gift. This is a fucking <laughs> gift. With this blunder, Senate Republicans have achieved the unthinkable. They've written a giant corporate tax cut that many of their corporate donors do not like. I... Ah... The Wall Street Journal reports, the biggest consequence could be the research credit often used by manufacturers, technology firms, and pharmaceutical companies, and the National Association of Manufacturers said it was working with policymakers to address the issue. Under the credit, companies get money back from the government for what they spend on innovation, often for wages of scientists and engineers. Corporations will claim $10.3 billion in research credits in 2018. I got it. Uh, According to the Congressional... Joint Committee on Taxation. Okay, <clears throat> so the Murray, the Murray Energy Corporation, an Ohio-based firm and the largest privately held U.S. coal mining company, complained that the AMT decision and the Senate's tougher limits on interest deductions made a mockery out of so-called tax reform. Oh my God! Robert Murray, the company's chief executive officer, said that the Senate tax plan would raise his company's tax bill by sixty million dollars. Oh, this is great! I know. Wait, is this the same um, Murray that uh, John Oliver covered? Might be. I think it is. Yeah. is it, remember that coal one where he got sued because yep. he yep. mentioned something? I yep. think that's him. Um, what the Senate did in their befuddled mess is drove me out of business and then dra- and then bragged about the fact that they got some tax reform passed, Mr. Murray said in an interview Sunday. This is not job creation. This is not stimulating income. This is driving a whole sector of our community into non-existence. Oh, okay. that's, that's beautiful. That's all bullshit. Though. Yeah, but it's beautiful that they're <clears> freaked. <throat> This is great. Go ahead. McConnell's mistake had two big implications. First and foremost, it means that the Senate will almost certainly have to vote on a tax bill again before one goes into law. Previously, it looked as though Paul Ryan had enough votes in the House to pass the Senate tax bill as is. This took the pressure off the party's conference committee, the House and the Senate leaders tasked with um, reconciling each other's bills. Uh, Worst case scenario, the House could just rubber stamp the Senate's work. Now that option is deeply undesirable. So you know what? You know what I was just thinking about? If, if, I'm just saying if, yeah. Doug Jones wins his Senate race, yeah. 
next week. Mm-hmm. This whole thing gets completely fucked. But we need more than that. I know, but <clears throat> that that severely damages no. a lot. Because that's only one. So it would be tied at 50-50, and the Republicans would still get Pence to pass. They could, but yeah. all you would need at that point is one other Republican yeah. to twist and no, turn. Agree. Uh, so it goes on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, it remains overwhelmingly likely that the Republicans will pass a giant tax cut, but their task is now a bit more difficult. <clears throat> the second implication is that McConnell is going to need new revenue. In all probability, Republicans are going to drop the alternative minimum tax rate well below 20%. That will put the bill's price tag over $1.5 trillion. Wow. Right now, some of the House's most heinous revenue raises, including the infamous tax on graduate student uh, tuition, are not in the Senate bill. Chances are now somewhat higher that these odious provisions will make it into the final legislation as Republicans will once again be desperate for pay-fors. Um, that said, it's also possible the GOP will simply revise their bill's corporate tax rate up to 22% uh, now that President Trump has given the party permission to do so. Regardless, the AMT fiasco is bound to be the tip of an iceberg of unintended consequences. Senate Republicans wanted to pass their indefensible tax bill mm-hmm. before anyone had time to figure out what was in it. And they succeeded a bit more literally than they'd planned. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. So the ironic thing is this tax, the Senate tax bill as written would actually force corporations to pay more than they're paying right now, <laughs> which is exactly what a lot of us have wanted. <laughs> right, right. But this is a complete accident. There's no yeah. way this is on purpose, by the no, way. No, obviously this it was not. This is 100% yeah. accident. And their donors are pissed. I also wonder if because it seems like the, the deficit's going to go up when they fix it up, yeah, one point five trillion. I wonder. There's going to be more than that if they don't change more, right? Yeah. I wonder if that's enough for one other Republican to turn. Well, they have to fix it, right? Because it doesn't matter if they don't fix it, then it needs sixty votes, right? So, oh, that's right. So it doesn't matter. They that's have right. they have to fix it, right? It's not a matter of losing support. They literally have to fix yeah. it, otherwise they need Democrats. Wow, and yeah. they're not getting Democrats. Nope, they're not getting nope. Democrats. Not and then even, this whole Doug not Jones, even Roy Light, Joe Manchin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, who's been steady right now with the Democrats? Although he lamented on the floor about how he would have liked to have voted for the bill. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe I it. Yeah. But you know what? Like I said before, this Roy Moore, Doug Jones thing weighs a little bit more important now than oh, it yeah. did because yeah. that one more Democratic vote yeah. really damages the possibilities, and that's coming up. <laughs> so I, so I, can't I still believe, think Roy Moore's winning, but... I can't believe I have to say this, but please, Democrats, pull your shit together and beat the pedophile. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And the fact that the fact that we can hard... Well, again, it's Alabama. If this was another state, it might be a different story, but the fact that it's Alabama... Yeah, I know. You're still going to get a child molester. I know. I know. I, but the, the possibility's still there. Yeah. And if Doug Jones does win... And I read earlier that a third... Uh, candidate had thrown their hat into the ring. Oh no! At the last minute, is it a is it a right winger? A conservative, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, that's good because yeah. that'll take some votes away, probably from uh, more from more. Yeah, the the real like family family value people will yeah. probably go to this guy. Yeah, and even if he only takes like two percent of the vote, that might be enough. So. It's just crazy. Might. It's yeah. still. But anyway, this is an extremely important election now, more than yeah. ever. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. And so are the midterms. Well, of course. But I'm mean, sure we'll mention the midterms yeah. maybe once one more time. <laughs> Every, <Yeah>. hour. <laughs> Every hour. Every <laughs> hour. Well, Austin, that is a great way to end it. Yeah. 
the fucking GOP is so dumb. They're so disorganized. They're All so there's <laughs> there's such in a hurry to pass legislation yeah. that they don't even know what the fuck they're passing. I know. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's such a beautiful yeah. thing. Let's take a break okay. from politics, if you would. Um, we'll come back and we'll have an interview with a refreshing sign that things are changing. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, we'll interview Mark Whitmire. Sounds good. Joining us now uh, is yet another progressive politician, which we're excited to, uh, to have a conversation with. He is a veteran and a small business owner. Uh, like I said, he's a progressive, and he's running for Tennessee's second congressional district. He is endorsed by a brand new Congress, and his name is Mark Whitmire. Mr. Whitmire, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Not too bad at all. Thanks for taking the time to come on our show and uh, hopefully have some decent conversations about some progressive uh, ideas and motives rather than some of the <laughs> other garbage that's going on in the world these days. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're going to start off I, because we don't know too much about Tennessee in general. Uh, you are the first person that we've spoken to that is from Tennessee, um, and <laughs> every time you've never spoken to anybody yeah. from Tennessee. <laughs> well, we as a combined show. <laughs> okay, um, but explain to us, if you will, um, your situation. Explain to us what the second the second congressional district of Tennessee is all about, who you're running against, and uh, all of that good stuff. Okay, gotcha. Well, um, yeah, the Tennessee second congressional district is is uh, what we like to call a very safe district for Republicans. Um, the seat I'm running for has only uh, been occupied by Republican representatives in the past about 160 years. Oh, um, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's, um, it's, it's a very conservative area, but the, the funny thing is a lot of people automatically assume conservative um, means that we're closed-minded, and, and that's, that's really not it at all. Everybody here that I've talked to is, is very open to debate on topics. It's just a lot of people only get one-sided arguments in this area, and a big part of that is, is just simply the national media. They don't really voice the opinions of people like me and, and put us on air. Like a, a lot of people don't know that there are um, probably at least a dozen um, independent Republicans running across the nation right now, but you never really hear about them. Um, the candidates who are running in my district for this, uh, actually primarying for this seat, I believe we're up to seven Republicans now. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, which is, which is crazy. And, and every single one of them um, seem to kind of be cut from the same mold. Um, we've got two gentlemen running who have been in politics for, for a long time. So they're, they're career politicians, uh, and they're, they're kind of the front runners. And we've got a couple of other people like me who are coming in and, and trying to make a difference. Um, but l looking into them, one was a former uh, Trump delegate. And, and uh, as you know, you know, the Trump administration hasn't been able to get anything done. And so <laughs> people really, really want to pass good legislation, meaningful legislation, in this country, and they're just not getting it done. So people, even in this area, are starting to kind of look into other options. Um, but, but you know, being a Republican is, is part of who I am and part of who we are as Tennesseans. And so they don't really, they're not really afforded many options in the area, and so I'm, I'm hoping that working with brand-new Congress gives me the ability 
to give them another choice. And I've, I've had a really positive feedback from the community so far um, from everybody I've talked to. And I, I really expected more pushback right. um, because my ideas don't agree with the general um, establishment Republican position. But most people are just really happy to find out they finally have somebody that will actually listen to them and not just tell them, uh, you know, how it's going to be. Mm. Well, that's really interesting, too, because that also makes you the very first Republican that we've had on our show. So you men- you-, you alluded to it a little bit. Why don't you mention uh, what are some of the issues that actually that mean the most to you? What what separates you also um, like? I guess this is a strange situation because our mindset, like you said, is so like that Republicans are what we see in Congress right now. So, like, what issues mean the most to you as a, a as a candidate running for Congress? Okay, yeah, that's that's super simple. the 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 biggest thing to me is is the economy. Now, that that's a simple answer to a really complex issue, um, but basically. Our economy is the way it is right now with a really, really badly skewed um, towards the, the wealthy. It favors the wealthy. And that's because every red legislation, excuse me, every piece of legislation that gets passed pretty much favors the, the top 1%. And that's because they pay off our politicians. Mm-hmm. Well, right now, the best way, in, in my opinion, and in the opinion of a lot of my constituents, the best way to fix the economy is, is of course, to be more fiscally responsible. And for instance, one of the best ways to do that, actually kind of kill two birds with one stone, is Medicare for All. If we institute Medicare for All, we can save, I, I've done a lot of research on this, and I've found anywhere between $9 trillion and $17 trillion in the next decade if we switch to Medicare for All. Mm. So that solves a big fiscal problem right there. We can use that money in so many different ways. Um, and, and also, it provides health care to our people. And if all of our, if, if everyone in the nation has access universal health care, then A, our companies will no longer have to pay, take money out of their pockets to actually give their employees health care. And B, it'll save taxpayers about, I think it was $250 billion a year that we pay in subsidies to private industry so that they can give health care to their workers. So that's going to save us a lot of money and it's going to give people Healthcare, something we desperately need because you can't have a workforce if, if everybody's broken and dead. And right. that's kind of what's happening in this country. Um, you know, there are so many people that, that, that can't afford health care out there. And, you know, well, I'm a perfect example. I'm a small business owner. Um, I, I actually renovate houses. And we, you know, so I'm having to do it by myself right now because right. I'm, I'm just starting out. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a issue with my knee and I had to get knee surgery. I was lucky enough to save enough money to be able to cover that surgery. And if not, I can't renovate homes with, with one knee, you, you know. And so basically I would have had to go and get a job somewhere else right. um, working for, for someone else in the field that I may not be happy with. Hmm. And so that's a really good example of how having Medicare for All can improve our economy. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, it's it doesn't it's not really that un like that like rare of an idea because no. Medicare for all is supported by a majority of the people in this country now. Yeah. And, you know, it, it doesn't really matter what party you're part of. It's just it's this idea that we're one of the few countries, one of the only countries that's considered industrialized and first yeah. first world that doesn't have universal health care. So I don't understand. I mean, I do, but I don't understand why it's a party problem anyway. So I, I don't know. Well, really yeah, I mean, I think 
to be honest, it's even more than a party problem because even people in the party that claims to somewhat support it, even most of them don't. Right, exactly. I mean, <laughs> it's it's been such a fight. But I hear that a lot from business owners. Like if, if you know, if we could get health care for everyone that didn't cost employers so much, that would take a huge burden off of small businesses, which is odd that it always seems to be absent when you hear it from the national Republicans and their um, agendas. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, please. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say, yeah. And um, the, the funny part that you mentioned that is um, it's not really covered in the media. Well, recently, because of social media, it, it has been covered more so. But you don't really hear on, on like the, the cable news network about the fact that Republican constituents in Republican districts, mine included, are shouting down Republican representatives because they want better health care. In fact, um, Jimmy Duncan, who is, who's the incumbent, he's, he's actually retiring in 2018, so oh, okay. I won't be facing him uh, mm-hmm. in the primary. But we had tried to get him to hold a town hall, talk about health care, and he wouldn't even come. Now, I mean, I, I don't really have many, like a whole lot of problems with him. He's, he's actually kind of an independent Republican, and a lot of people in the area like him. But you know, why wouldn't he turn up just to talk to us? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's because the tendrils of the establishment reach so deep that they know what we're going to say and what we're going to ask them to do, and they know they can't do it. And the reason they can't do it is because they're bought and paid for by the healthcare industry, by the insurance industry, by the pharmaceutical industry. And that's, that's a really big hurdle that we're trying to get over right now. Um, the, you know, the, the, the misnomer that just because you're Republican, you don't want Medicare for all. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's healthcare. How could people I we we struggle with this I with, with this problem all the time yeah. because Austin and I both believe in uh universal healthcare, single payer healthcare, yeah. and the idea that some people still even if you're not a politician or or somebody who has or getting money from these uh healthcare firms yeah. still don't support it. I don't understand that. So it, it's just a strange strange thing to me. Yeah, it is interesting. <laughs> Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's just misinformation is, is all it is. For, for a long time, I used to be deeply, deeply um, conservative, very right-wing by the current definition. And some of the things that I was hearing just didn't sound right to me. And so I spent years looking into things and, and studying and uh, focusing on the issues that matter most to Americans. And I kind of realized that a good bit of what we hear is either a flat-out lie, just, just a fabrication, or it's, it's only like half truth. You know, they, they tell you the things to scare you, but then they don't tell you the things that will uh, remove that fear. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what are the, what are some other issues that are um, on the minds of uh, of people from Tennessee? Oh well, uh, I guess next up in line is is definitely having a having a living wage. Um, around here, our median income in my area is about thirty nine thousand dollars a year, which is about one one thousandth. Of, of what the top 1% makes every right. year. And people see that and they know that something's not right. I, I, I mean, you know, why should somebody who works 40 or 50 hours a week mm-hmm. have to be on food stamps? Why should they have to be on social safety nets? And the, the way I look at it is, you know, if you're, if you're not disabled, if you're perfectly healthy, you're working full time, you should be making more than $7.25 an hour. That, that is absolutely insane. And in yeah. this state, actually one of the representatives who I'm primarying for this seat, uh, was part of passing a state law in, in our, I don't, I don't recall if it was our state house or Senate that he was involved in at that time, but regardless, um, he's, he's in the state house now. They passed the law that stated that if a municipality chose, um, kind of like Seattle did, to institute a $15 minimum wage or, or, or anything above the federal minimum wage, it would be overridden by the state legislature. 
So if the people of, say, Knoxville, Tennessee, where I'm from, decided that the minimum wage here should be raised, we wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> and so that doesn't sound like small government to me. No. Uh, you know, the people here care about it. And the reason you know they care about it is because our representatives saw fit to go ahead and preemptively block any attempt to actually raise the minimum wage. Which is crazy. Yeah, it's it's dirty politics. That's that's utterly insane. That's that's another one of those situations that, you know, so many other countries and I I don't want to always look to like our, you know, the other countries like in Europe and whatnot. But so many other countries have uh, such a way higher uh, minimum wage law. And everybody always the, the main argument is that prices will go up if you raise the minimum wage, but they haven't in other countries. Well, they haven't even in other oh, cities. Exactly, who have raised yeah. it. So, yeah, that, that, I mean, that's one that I would imagine has to worry most a lot well, here's, of people. Well, this is an interesting – I saw this report earlier, and the, this topic reminded me of it, that Walmart made somewhere around $17 billion in profit last year. Jeez. And we spent $6.2 billion in government assistance because their workers are – you know, they have such a low wage. Right. And so they got to make a huge profit without – having to give their workers health care or a living wage, and the government came in to help them with that. So we're subsidizing their workers because right. they don't want to pay out. And as a small business owner, that must be brutal to hear. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. Um, because, you know, here's, here's the thing. Right now, you know, uh, my, my wife and I, she's actually an interior designer, and our dream was to renovate old homes. Like the, the one that we're doing right now was built in 1940. You know, she loves old houses. I love old houses. And so we spent um, about six years saving up um, so that we could move down to Knoxville to start our own business. Mm-hmm. And the, the issue that I've run into uh, is, is the fact that I can't expand. I will have to, you know, I, I crunch the numbers, and I'll have to flip somewhere around six houses or so before I have enough money to actually hire staff. Wow. And then if I get big enough, I have to provide health care and, and everything else to them. And, um, it, you know, the way I look at it, once I actually get to the point where I can start hiring people, um, I want to be able to pay them a decent wage, but if I'm having to pay for healthcare, it'll be really hard for me to pay them what they're actually worth. And if I can't pay somebody what they're worth, they're going to go somewhere else. Exactly. And if they go there, I don't have good help, and then my business can't expand. So you, you know, this isn't a question of of just how much Walmart c- could afford. Although obviously they could afford quite a bit more. It's, it's it's a question of how we can enact meaningful legislation that will allow people like me to help grow the economy. Because even though Walmart has a ton of jobs. They employ, I believe, more people than the U.S. military, all branches combined. Um, yeah, but, you, you know, so, yeah, so that many people are living on starvation wages, whatever they could be making a lot better money. Right. Um, I mean, so this kind of ties in. Uh, one of the biggest news, breaking news events that happened over the past week was the uh, the Senate uh, has announced that they're passing uh, the, their version their version of the tax bill. Now it hasn't been officially passed because of the the go to reconciliation yeah, yeah and all that. But because you're a small business owner, you actually give us a different perspective on these kind of things because the other politicians that we've had on not necessarily business owners. A lot of them are teachers and whatnot. But you directly uh, work you you're part of this. What 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 do you make of this tax bill? Like, what do you see? Because th- there's the big debate is that it's not going to lower the taxes, even though the 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 Senate Republicans and the House Republicans, for that sake, are saying that it is. 
Well, it does for their donors. Right. So what what do you take on this? Yeah, well, I, I mean, it, it does lower taxes, um, but just on basically, uh, I, I believe it was within seven or ten years, 80% of the tax cuts are going to the top 1%. Um, you know, people people in, in my income bracket save a little bit at first, uh, mm-hmm. but the problem is that's offset by them killing off any sort of deductions for student loans, which luckily we don't have anymore. Um, ours are all paid off, so we're safe on, on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but like home ownership, um, deductions for that, that's a, that's a pretty big one for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Don't have many deductions like these, like these big corporations that can jump through all these loopholes. So if somebody else, couple years down the road is, is like myself and they're they're tired of working for somebody else if they want to start their own business and they want to start saving money like like i did it's gonna be really hard for them whenever they're paying more money on taxes whenever if they went to get an education they can't really deduct the interest on their student loans like like i used to do um you know so it's gonna be harder for them to actually save money and it, it really benefits the the big corporations not only in tax dollars saved on their part but also they're going to have less competition because Small businesses can't start up as readily. Um, you know, for instance, if I were to go and try to buy another house to flip right now, because you know we currently just have one, um, I would have to pay about three times as much in interest to get a loan for that house because it'd be a second home that would be for income only. Wow. Well, yeah. So big corporations get their money basically thrown at them by by banks at extremely low interest rates. So they they have all the advantages, and the reason they have it is because. They are already invested in our politicians first. Exactly. So that's that's why they've got everything rigged in their favor. Well, and this ties into the next question that we ask literally every single person that comes onto the show who's uh, (laughs) talking about their campaign. How do you finance your campaign? Ah, yeah, that's a that's a great one. Well, so far it has been financed out of my own pocket. Um, What I'm doing right now, I kind of got a late. Um, a lot of our candidates have been going since like February, which is insane to me. Um, mm-hmm. But w- what I'm doing is, and what I have been doing is, I've been going out into the community to every single community meeting, every single gathering of people that I could make it to, mm-hmm. and introducing myself to people and telling them what I'm about. Um, you know, we've also been trying to spread the word on social media, and it's it's it's, it's working slowly. Um, I'm finally starting to get some visibility, and there are people that I, you know I don't even recognize names that have given me donations I, these are people i haven't even met so that oh, wow. means that people i have met are spreading the word um you know handing out my information and so people are looking into me you know I'm, I'm assuming that they're looking on social media and they like what i stand for they like what i'm about and so they give their money and that's perfect because these are the people that i represent you know i don't want money from corporations and lobbyists because i don't want to be beholden to them so you know if it, you know, I'm I'm gonna earn less money. There's no way I'm gonna get as much money. The two front runners already have over 150 thousand dollars. How you can do that in three months automatically means you're not in touch with the general population. No. Because mm-hmm. how many people can just toss out thousands of dollars to get to a campaign? I've gotten five dollar donations, ten dollar donations, twenty five dollar donations, and uh, so so yeah, that's the way we're doing it. Just one step at a time. And the way I compensate for what I lack in money is just hard work. Um, every single time that I go to a community event, you know, uh, a, a lot of times we'll have little discussions, and of course they'll say, you know, hey, tell us your name and a little about a little bit about yourself. And whenever I say my name is Mark Whitmire and I'm a candidate for the U.S. House of Representatives here in Tennessee's Second District, people's eyes bug out of their heads because they've never had representatives actually show up and care and listen to them. And so that, in part, is eventually going to be a snowball effect. I hope um, that, you know to where more people spread the word. 
So I'll get more attention and more donations. And uh, in, in the meantime, I'm focusing more on building a volunteer base of people who are like-minded. They're going to go with me door-to-door to every single house that we can make it to. Uh, there's over 200,000 households in my district, so we, we mm. can't make it to all of them. Mm. But we're, we're going to do it by word of mouth because that's the best way. I mean, you know, you see a political ad, you think, oh, okay, this guy might agree with me or, 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 or this lady might be on my side. Um, but if you've got somebody knocking on your door, talking to you face-to-face mm-hmm. and discussing it, what the issues are and what they can do to help you, you're going to be a lot more likely to vote for that person. And that is free. You know, that costs me time and that is it. Well, I will say this, you know, at least in my experience, the even though it seems like an oxymoron most of the times, an honest politician, I think, is going to get a lot of recognition one way or another. And I think that you know the values that you have even even though and I, I don't mean this as an entire insult to republicans but even though you are a republican the 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 policies that you have i think are going to speak to people that you know normally wouldn't have that they wouldn't have that from another politician so uh it seems like you're doing a great job so far um uh, you mentioned social media. If you wanted to take the time and plug everything that you possibly could, uh, go ahead and do that now. Oh, sure. It's, it's super easy. Um, my, my last name is, is Whitmire, of course, which is spelled W-H-I-T-M-I-R-E. And so all of my media basically follows uh, my last name in 2018. So my website is Whitmire2018.com. Uh, my Twitter handle is Whitmire2018. Uh, my Facebook page is you can probably admire 2018. Um, and, and, and also, I am on the, on, on the brand new Congress website. Um, I'm at the very bottom. It's an alphabetical order, so you got to look for me down there. Um, but that, that links to my website. So even if somebody totally forgets how to spell my name, which is, happens quite often, um, you can just go to brandnewcongress.org, okay. and you can link to my page, and you can see all of our candidates and, and what they are doing to better this country. Awesome. Yeah, yeah uh absolutely awesome that you're that you're running we need as many progressive voices out there uh that we can um hopefully our listeners uh from tennessee are in your district (laughs) that would be that'd be great if not i urge all people to spread this out uh you know share it with your friends because the more people that you know hear this sort of talk the more people are willing to back. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely do that. Thank you so much for taking your time, Mary Dave, for com- uh, coming on our show. We really appreciate it. Um, we'll, uh, we we want to be in touch again because as we get closer and closer to Election Day, which is what for you? What What is election? The, what is the actual day for election? Uh, oh, the primaries. primary is yeah. on August the 2nd. And the general election, hopefully I will make it to that um, through the primaries, is on November the I believe it could be the seventh, but I'm I'm 99% sure it's November the sixth. Okay. Um, uh, But of course, right now, August second primary day. That is uh, that's priority number one. That's a later primary date than uh, I've heard. I I didn't realize that they were still doing primaries that late into the year. Well, all right. Well, we got some time, so um, hopefully we'll uh, have you back on the show as your campaign continues to grow, and uh, hopefully we have some good news coming out of your campaign uh, on November. Oh, absolutely. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for having me on. I hope you all have a great day. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you.
And welcome back to this show. <laughs> this show. Sometimes you forget to say welcome back and then we have to re-record it later. <laughs> that happened one time. One time. Today. Um, <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So before we introduce our new beer and all that good stuff, um, there's somebody, uh, you know, joining us. Um, Hello. You, yeah. Hi. There you are. <laughs> This is Kevin from the Nerdy Fangs. It's T H A N G S, right? Did it? Uh, nope. Oh, it's 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 not. No, that's, but that's what I have on my notes. <laughs> yeah, so sorry. So no, that's the other podcast I do. But this is I'm here for the Nerdy Things. Oh, the Nerdy Things. Oh yeah. shit, my mm. bad. I'm sorry. Um, we're gonna have to re-record all this. All right, no, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not going back because of you, Tom. <laughs> Hi, Kevin. How are you? I'm good, Tom. I'm I'm happy to be here. Well, good. We're ha- we are very happy to have you on. Believe me. Oh yeah. Um. So, well, let's introduce the beer. Okay. Um, go ahead. This next beer that we're going to be drinking is from Trogues Independent Brewing Company. We're kind of on a Trogues kick. We have been yeah. uh, kicking some Trogues. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> me neither. New cover band kicking the Trogues. Mm. Um. This is their Trogue. That's a Dixie Dregs cover band. <laughs> You don't know who that is, do you? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Troganator, uh, 8.2% ABV. Uh, it's beer with beer flavoring. Beer, double Bach beer. There you go. Double Bach. Ah, we have two double Bachs today. We, oh, yeah? Yeah, the sure. other one's a double Bach, too. Okay, but yeah. you, okay. Um, the, <laughs> the one negative is uh, Kevin will not be able to drink with us because you're at work. Yeah, that's too bad. But that's okay. We'll drink. That's not going to stop me. Okay. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Are you drinking anything? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that's right because the uh, you know the, your bosses might be listening. So mm. yeah. Uh, so we'll drink for you. Is that okay? Perfect. That All works right. for me. So here's. A... Oh yeah. You're getting better at that. Oh yeah. Like that. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like it too. Oh, yeah. it's a good way to start this off. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of sweet. Yeah, it's a little caramely. Yeah. It's like, um, it's on the darker side of like um, an ale type beer. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, it's not quite a porter. It's, it's definitely good. not a stout. It is good yeah. though. That, that, there's my, uh, there's my synopsis. It's really good. Very detailed, Tom. Thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you. I think you'll be writing for Beer Lovers Magazine soon. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I was thinking about putting an application in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> I don't know if there's any magazines still in circulation. <laughs> Probably not. Probably yeah. not. They're all fake news anyway. Um, uh, well, enough with the no, politics. I love beer. No politics. <laughs> no. You know why? Because we have Kevin on to help us with something that we struggle in every single week, and that's pop culture. Mm. So, yes. Thank you, Kevin, for saving us. Um, let's begin with the not politics report. Absolutely. No politics. No politics. No, no policy. Here we go. I can't promise that. It's probably going to come out once in a while, just like my sexual abuse allegations. Okay, that's it. No more. All right. So have you guys ever played Cards Against Humanity? Yes. Yes. I have. Yes. yes. All right. So the Cards Against Humanity guys uh-huh. have started a Cards Against Humanity Saves America campaign. Oh, no. We got to play oh, that. Yeah. I'm buying this, it now. So- uh, about two weeks ago, they sent out an email to a lot of the people on their their email list asking for $15 for six surprises. Two of those surprises have arrived. And it basically, 
So over the last week, I've received two envelopes. One of them marked day one. It says, dear valued customer, you are uh, receiving this notification because your social security number has been compromised by the Equifax Corporation. No, just kidding. It's us, lovable tricksters, (laughs) cards against humanity. (laughs) And it goes on. So in the first envelope, they had a map of the U.S. with the border wall. And right in the middle, there's a big hole where they bought a plot of land and retained a lawyer to make sure that the government can't seize it through eminent domain. (laughs) That's amazing. Wait, in real life? Yeah. This is a real real life life thing? They really bought land. They sent out non-legally binding deeds to the people that gave them money. So I own point zero 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 six seven percent of this plot of land. Oh wow. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's like yeah. the best thing and I've it, heard all day. Yeah. It is. It absolutely I'm no you know, this is no politics. But but they sent out cards with this too. So the first day had uh, like seven cards, seven or eight cards in it. The second day has had seven or eight cards. I'm already happy with my fifteen dollar purchase and I still have four surprises to go. Wow. wow. Is this something that can be purchased like still or is it over? I, I think it's over. I think oh, that they've fuck. just kind of started it. Yeah. We screwed the pooch on that one. <laughs> 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 There's something people haven't said in 35 years. 35 oh, years. <laughs> 75. Being a little generous. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what George Washington wow. said. <laughs> he's kicking out the native crossing, As he's crossing the <laughs> Delaware. Man, we really screwed the pooch on this one. <laughs> oh. And, uh, I, I swear I didn't chop that pooch down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I really, I got to look into this because if it's still open for purchase, I want to spend $15 on this. Mm. Right? So, Absolutely. So what are the cards? Uh, they're, well, the first batch was typical Cards Against Humanity cards, but it, it definitely had an anti-Trump bent to them. Okay. Um, I, I can't recall any of them off the top of my head at the moment, but it was really funny. Oh. Uh, the se- The second day was more of a... Um, you know, we hear everything is, is in the news these days is bad Mm -hmm. and they, they decided to give us good things. So the second day's cards were all cute animal related. Oh, nice. (laughs) That's funny. So so it's really like, you know, wholesome, good stuff on day two. I'm, I'm really concerned and confused and excited for days three through six. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Especially with like the recent things going on. You have to imagine that they did something with the sexual abuse allegations and all that. You have to imagine that there's a deck of cards that are coming out. That's like, that's like, um, (laughs) like my name is Kevin Spacey and I am a... No. <laughs> then you got to fool in that blank. <laughs> uh, yeah, fired from the next season of House of Cards. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so that that was the other thing. They they recently said that they're coming out. They are going to be completing it without him. So Netflix is is continuing that. The one thing that I actually knew, and that's only because Austin sent it to me. <laughs> but mm. but yeah, that's actually pretty exciting. Did uh, have you seen the show itself? Oh yeah, I've seen everything up until this last season. I just never got into this last season. It, it's a, it's an interesting season. Yeah, it's a lot um, of it's kind of poignant. Yeah, um, yeah. It was interesting yeah. to see a government that, um, while on the exterior seems to be chaos, they knew everything, every move, right, in exact lockstep. Which which you <laughs> which almost is, would want to imagine is how things are really going on, but you you it's not you kind of think <laughs> it's otherwise not. nowadays. No. <laughs> But no. um, it's a cool – the cool thing about this is the way it ended last season 
they can easily transition into this next season. Oh yeah, it works out perfectly. Yeah, um, I won't say it because in case you should probably watch it because I think the what are we going on the sixth season? Yeah, the sixth yeah. season this is probably going to be the most watched season out of all of them. Mm. I th- I think. I don't know. So even though Tom's not going to ruin it, I will. Um, so apparently this is based on another show of the same name over in England. And in that, they actually do kill off the main character and his wife takes over. So oh, I didn't know that. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're just following, uh, well, you said UK? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Why do we got to follow everything the fucking Brits do? <laughs> it's because right? we wear Brits. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Yeah, but we're obviously you shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I'm just talking about Britain. Britain. We're not tea drinking, biscuit eating. Yeah, I thought yeah, you actually loved I tea. am, and I like biscuits. And we're having scones right now. Fuck! <laughs> God damn it! All right, whatever. Whatever. I'm gonna move back. We're gonna move back. <laughs> At least they have health care. So, all right. I, I don't mean let's to. Go. We're all going. I don't mean to interrupt you. Kevin, because I know this is no. like you're leading this segment, but I got into this amazing conversation with one of my coworkers a couple of days ago. So the mm, this could go anyway when he says amazing. I'm never so, quite sure what it means. The prince of I, the prince that's getting married to the American. I forgot what his name is. Harry John Smith. I believe Billy, it's, I believe no it's Harry John Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Harry John Smith. Billy it is Bob. Harry John Smith. <laughs> Harry John Smith. Billy Bob is getting married to the uh, American lady. Um, <laughs> I don't know their name. We have more than one. <laughs> So informative. Yeah, I know. Uh, so the idea is that he's going to become the king president of the world mm. because he is second in line, I believe, to becoming the king of England. But how do you know it's not a ploy by America to bring down the monarchy? I think it's the other way around. <laughs> so? We're not smart enough for that shit. <laughs> so I think it's the exact other way. The queen is, it, it, she's like, what, 600? She's got it. She's probably seen it all. And she's saying to herself. She's she's only a couple thousand years younger than Pat Robertson. <laughs> a couple thousand years, yeah. Um, but anyway, like, if, if they move to the United States, he becomes a citizen. And then he is retains dual citizenship. He can still be a king while being a citizen. So he could run for president. Yeah. But the United States doesn't allow dual citizenship. So if he tried to run... What are you talking about? Yes, they do. No, they do not. Says who? The United States. What are you Says talking him. about? Yeah. People, other countries are allowed, they allow people to keep their American citizenship, but America does not allow people to keep their other citizenship. Oh, well. Wow. That's interesting, because yeah. I was applying for, uh, I was planning on applying for dual citizenship in, for Italy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, Italy will recognize it, but America won't. All right. <laughs> We're getting off topic. Go ahead, Kevin. What's next? <laughs> that might all get cut well, out. Uh, uh, you know what? I did want to talk about. We're recording this on Tuesday the fifth, uh, and I'm just yeah. I'm kind of excited. Today is Day of the Ninja, so at some point today, you should dress up like a ninja. And and for everybody listening to this when it releases on Friday, you have to to look forward to Taylor Swift's birthday, which is coming up Wednesday the thirteenth. Hmm. Well, first of all, let's so, start with the first thing. Uh, Donald Trump he said ninja. Ninja. So don't dress up like something else. I'll get you in trouble. Second of all, That's we true. have a big measure problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, references. Oh. Um, and then you said Taylor Taylor Swift. Is that who you said? T Swift. Yeah. Yep. Is she still a yeah, thing? She's, she's still around. T Swift. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, she still makes music, right? That's what you call what she does. She, music. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure she just. Dates celebrities and then breaks up with them. Oh, is that is sometimes that they make music though? <laughs> no, <That's> really. <laughs> yeah. Why? Who's she dating? I've now? heard that. Do we know this? Well, she, she who hasn't she dated? Yeah, exactly. Really? I think she dated. Um, 
What's his name? The jackass I was waiting for the world to change. Wow. <laughs> I, I can't. John Mayer. John Mayer? Yeah. I don't know who that is. Uh, um, he went to Berkeley, actually. That's why it annoys oh, me so much. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. What else? What else? Uh, did you guys hear about the guy that streamed the latest UFC fight? No. On Saturday? No. Mm-hmm. Well, so there, w- there was a guy who was on Twitch. You, you know what Twitch TV is, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Where you can stream yourself playing a video game. Mm-hmm. So this guy paid, got the pay-per-view version of UFC 218 and pretended he was playing a UFC-themed video game. <laughs> okay. And so he sat there with a controller. He had himself green-screened into the bottom of the screen, and he kept just, like, reacting as if he was fighting someone. That's brilliant. <laughs> and streamed it out over Twitch and just... I, I believe he got a 24-hour Twitch ban for it. Oh. But that's it. Yeah, still, that's worth it. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna. That's how I mean, I'm totally gonna do that for like the next for the Super Bowl. There you go. Totally do that. Except, how do you get away with the commercials? I don't know. <laughs> that's, so, that's, that's amazing. amazing. Because the UFC fights, they if they're pay per view, they don't have commercials. Oh. So that's how they get away with it. Oh, so we got away for the next pay per view thing. Yeah. Okay. Can we move the Super Bowl to pay per view? <laughs> I wish. Uh, I don't know though. The commercials <laughs> are half the battle. And that they really are. Yeah. I watch just the commercials. I turn to the other station when the football's on. Yeah, that's the only football game I think all year where the commercials are actually worth it. Mm. Who's doing mm. the halftime show this year? Has that been announced? Uh, I don't remember. It has. I just don't remember. Is it, it Justin is. Timberlake? Yes, it is. Right? Yeah. Is that a, is he yeah. a thing still, or is he just going to do like Dick in a Box? Uh, it's going to be him and Janet Jackson again. It's going to oh. be Nipplegate all Get the over. fuck out of here. You're kidding. No. <laughs> I wish I... Yeah. Oh, I'm totally watching this. I wish this. it was. You think they're going to do it as a stunt, but like both this time? Just like rip off I bolts? wish. Mm. I, I, you know, I read, I read something on Reddit today that apparently during Nipplegate, they got like something like 50,000 complaints from people in the US. And even though it was simulcast in Canada, they only got three complaints in Canada. In Canada? Those were Americans, it, I bet. <laughs> I bet those are the vac- ones close to the border. Va- vacationing yeah. Americans or something. That is possible. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but well, no one else complained, and I think that's phenomenal. Interesting. And yet we kind of drive the porn industry. How does that work? How I does don't that work? Know. Well, it's because we have the tech sector in California. I wasn't actually asking. Oh, how sorry. It <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Though oh, in Europe boy. they have like softcore porn on TV after ten o'clock. After ten. Yeah. That's the when watershed their watershed hour is yeah. at 10. Ours yeah. is like 1 or 2, isn't it? Yeah. Or midnight? Well, we used to not have one. Now it's midnight. Yeah. Midnight, yeah. I remember because that's when they can listen to South Park Square. I know when Fifty Shades of Grey came out. Oh, geez. In uh, France, they were arguing whether to make it um, restricted to people 12 and older or not restricted <laughs> at all. <laughs> that oh, was the funny. argument. It was either... The um, the people who wanted most for censorship were saying you have to be at least twelve to watch it, no. and other people were going, "No, it's France. You should be able to watch whatever you want." <laughs> <laughs> well, well, with that kind of talk to future American politicians, if you're talking about twelve year olds watching stuff like that, oh no, <laughs> hey, who, hey, hey, this that's the that's the route uh, to become a politician in this country. Mm-hmm. One of one Apparently. of them, yeah, <laughs> or Catholic oh, boy. priesthood, or Catholic priesthood. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is supposed to be the not politics. I know, Tom. Come report. on. You're blaming me? <laughs> yeah, it's easier. Eat your fucking scone. Go ahead, Kevin. Tom, by your own like request, this is supposed to be a vacation from politics. I know. So, all right. Let's uh, let's try this. <laughs> we were just talking me. about 
<laughs> Mr. Howard just yelled at me. Well, the thing and, is, and, it's much like real working vacations now. It's like you never actually get a vacation. That's are, true. Are you really well, into this Gordy? This is the real world. Uh, no, I wish I was. Yeah, me no, too. There's, so there's, there's two major Howe families, at least in New England. And uh, one of them is this came over that you can trace their family history all the way back across the Mayflower. Nice. Prominent families. And then there's the ones that are all in jail. That's my family. <laughs> <laughs> Another future route to being a politician. Ah, oh, go. yeah. No, it, if you know anything about uh, history, there's actually a General Howe that fought George Washington. Uh, and then uh, turned tail and got lost in the woods for three weeks. Yeah, guess who I'm related to. What's his name? That's a future pawn history right there. Uh, what is his name? Uh, uh, I I don't know his first name. If you look up General Howe, you'll see it. General Howe Washington. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> so you oh, know so- where I am. <laughs> All right, it's time to punish Tom. Tom. Uh Uh-oh. Hi. Have have you seen the Infinity War trailer for for, uh, Avengers Infinity War? No, but I did see the new Jurassic World trailer. Oh. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. How about that? How about that, Kevin? You didn't see that coming? Well, I know you you've you've seen all of the Marvel movies up to this point. I have, I'm sure. yeah, yeah. the The Flash and <laughs> Spider Man <laughs> and uh, Super Superman, Catman. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I hate yeah. you so much. Um, <laughs> Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yep, I've seen Assassin's Barney. Creed. Uh huh. Uh huh. Jack Reacher. I, I saw World of Warcraft, the movie. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Why? It was a decent movie. I mean, World of Warcraft, it, it needed more. It, it had potential. It could have been better. But what do you expect from uh, David Bowie's son? Yeah, that was that. And then the other yeah, thing. Yeah, but he made that great movie, Moon. That's why I expected more from him. Moon was well, phenomenal. The yeah. only reason, I'll but, be completely. What was the other one? Source Code? Was that his other one? Oh, did he do Source Code? I think so. Okay. That, you know what, then? These are three movies that have great premises but miss the mark because he doesn't understand those premises that he's working with. Yeah. Well, I will tell you the only reason why I watched uh, World of Warcraft is because the lead actor in that, Travis uh, Himmel, Fimmel? Or Himmel, I forget if it's Himmel or Fimmel, but he's the uh, he was Ragnar in Vikings. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, oh <laughs> so boy. I saw he was in. I'm like, yes! And then I was a little disappointed because I've I've never played World of Warcraft, so I'm like, I don't know what the. Fuck Although I shouldn't is. criticize because I saw Rogue One for a similar reason. What's Rogue One? <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my heart! It's Star Wars. Oh, uh, but, oh no! Um, I saw that. You saw? No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Did you see Rogue One? No. No. <laughs> no. Don't no. do that to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, where were you going with that, Kevin? I don't. I, so, <laughs> Infinity War is now the most viewed Marvel trailer of all time. It is on its way to be the most viewed trailer of all time. Wow! This thing got 24 million views in the first 24 hours Damn. it was up. So, who's warring and why? Oh god! It is going to be. All of the Marvel superheroes like Aquaman. against one. No, stop speaking. <laughs> hey, listen. The ability to talk to fish makes Aquaman formidable. Okay, <laughs> all of the other guys have to team up and fight him because he can talk to a squid. I'm telling you right now, if I was a superhero, it'd be Aquaman because he literally has to would. do nothing unless they go in the water. <laughs> Like, that's my role. He's like the superhero and, Navy. Yes! And then all he has to do is convince his friends to to supply themselves as appetizers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's like, Squid, you could be that calamari, right? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Get over here. We're hungry. So, no, but really, who's warring and why? Like, why are they fighting? Why can't we just be friends? So there's this guy, Thanos, and he is this 
alien creature hellbent on acquiring these gems called the Infinity Stones with, that have been peppered throughout all the other Marvel movies. They are the most powerful artifacts from before recorded history. And there's six of them, and he wants to collect all of them. All six of them, each of them, they do different things. One of them will teleport you. One of them is is, is time manipulation, okay. matter manipulation. And so all together, you are all powerful. And Thanos wants all six of them. Breathing. In the trailer, we see that he has at least two of them. So he's an American. And mm. He is, yep, he's, he is. <laughs> big American. And, uh, you know, we, we know from the other Marvel movies where five of the six currently are. Of course. And so it's it's him just trying to get all six of them together so that he can kick ass and take names. So wow. in one way or another, <clears throat> it's like Lord Zed trying to get all the Power Rangers. <laughs> That's essentially what they were trying to do. Shut up. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There you go. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, That's fine. the expert right there. He just agreed with me. <laughs> Eat your fucking scone. That's right. I will. <laughs> um, I'm show about the okay. Power now this is even more interesting because uh, this is supposed to be split into two movies originally, and they've said that they're no longer doing that. So Infinity War was supposed to be Infinity War Part One and Part Two. Mm -hmm. They are already shooting the next movie, but it's not Infinity War Part Two. However, in the meantime, Disney is in talks with Fox. Oh, to God. acquire Fox's properties because Disney doesn't own all of their own characters. Or Marvel, Disney doesn't own all of their own characters. Something mm. about getting so, Fox with a program about kids is really scaring me. Yeah, but it's oh, the, boy. But the, <laughs> the broadcast arm is different than the news arm. Yeah, yeah. okay, whatever you say. It is. So Marvel may reacquire the X-Men and we may see the X-Men in an upcoming Avengers movie. Wait, uh, who has them now? Fox. Fox has the X-Men. Fox so in the 80s, just Marvel like, went um, bankrupt. Just like Sony had Spider-Man. Sony, Sony still Spider has Spider-Man. Well, yeah, yeah, they do, yeah. Well, they, they came to an agreement. That's why Marvel was able to make that movie. Sort of. Marvel yeah. can help them with the theater. So in, in the 80s, Marvel went bankrupt because their comics were not selling. It was not a good time for them. And the president at the time, this, this man uh, by the name Stanley Leibowitz, uh, or Stan Lee, as you may know him. Yeah. I have heard of uh, him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Stan, Stan Lee sold off all of the movie rights to basically every big property that they owned. And at the time, that consisted of The Hulk, Silver Surfer, uh, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, and some of these were sold in perpetuity. So in other words, if these movie companies continue to make movies, then they will continue to own the rights to these movies. I got you. Which is why in the, in the early – I think it was the early 90s. Uh, 91 or so, there was a Fantastic Four movie that was only released in one theater for one showing once and then shelved oh. because it was the most horrible movie ever made. <laughs> and it was literally only made just so they could retain the rights to make another movie in the future. Okay. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Because I think the that, same thing is true. If I'm not mistaken, it, that was a plot line in the last season of Arrested Development. Um, maybe, yeah, actually, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's worry, the Tom. same thing with Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> that's why they keep now. making terrible Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Is because they don't have to be good. They just have to at least churn a little bit of a profit because Spider-Man is one of the most lucrative superheroes in existence. Is, um, Kevin, you still there? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we thought we'd lost you for a second. Is, um, 
the Transformers part of this Marvel thing? Oh, no. <laughs> The so, Transformers have their own studio, the AllSpark Studios that, that Hasbro, who owns Transformers, has just started because Hasbro wants their own shared universe of movies starring the Transformers and the Hungry Hungry Hippos <gasps> and whatever that. the hell else they own. <laughs> I'd like to see that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what about the, the Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Teenage, the teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Uh, those are, I, I, you know what? It's funny you say that. I actually know, I used to work with someone whose cousin used to ink for the Ninja Turtles. I'm sorry. And he, so one of the guys I ink? worked with, yeah. he used to ink them. They, they, they do the coloring of the lines and he used oh, to do coloring and that sounded way more it. perverted for some reason. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go on. And he is actually the, the, the person that they based the Michelangelo character on. Oh, um, wow. Um, oh, I was really? just reading up on him. The, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to try to interview him for our podcast oh, at some sweet. point. But sweet. I love the Ninja Turtles. Um, I, I've never seen. You, you never watched the show? Are, I watched the cartoon a long time ago. Okay. long time ago, but I don't remember it. Oh. I just I know that they were all named after like Renaissance people. That's it. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. They are based on uh, Daredevil, actually, um, from the Marvel comics. What's the, Daredevil? Oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so Daredevil is one of the, the other Marvel heroes that is on Netflix. Uh, Netflix is that streaming service that just booted Kevin Spacey. Oh, and I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah He yeah. knows yeah. that because of House of Cards. <laughs> <laughs> and, and How to Make a Murderer. Oh, right. Yeah. Yep. Bitch. So okay, in, I'm sorry. <laughs> in Daredevil, there's a, this kid who basically saves a guy by pushing him out of the way of a truck. That truck crashes and spills this chemical uh and it causes him to go blind but increases his hearing and his uh, taste and touch and his other senses to superhuman levels and so he can actually quote unquote see better than someone who can see even though he doesn't have sight okay I and like that. he becomes a, a fighter and he's he knows martial arts and it's this whole like great big thing in the ninja turtles comic they hint to the fact that that same chemical is the chemical that causes the Ninja Turtles to grow to, to oh. human proportions. There you go. In Dare, yeah. In Daredevil, his mentor is called um, Stick. In Ninja Turtles, their mentor is Splinter. Mm. In Daredevil, he fights the hand. In the Ninja Turtles, the they're always fighting the foot. Oh, I was <laughs> so right! There's, yeah. No, seriously, there's all these parallels between them as, as this sort of like tongue-in-cheek nod to the fact that the Ninja Turtles are in the Daredevil canon. So it's like Kennedy, Lincoln, Lincoln, Kennedy, that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yep, yep, yep. That's exactly right. You know what I'm talking about, Austin. I, I, I do. Mean, it's just an odd analogy. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. That's that's his nickname, Odd Analogy. <laughs> odd Analogy, oh. yeah. That should have been the podcast I created. Uh, odd yeah. Analogies. Damn, yeah. that's good. <laughs> Fuck. Rebrand. <laughs> um, all right, well, that was a superhero kick. That was uh, pretty super. <laughs> of you um oh boy i'd <laughs> love to slap you in the face you got anything else so, for us i have one more thing Ooh. we're going to transition out of superheroes okay. we're going to take brian singer who directed some of the x-men movies okay and we're going to talk about how he was the director of the upcoming queen biopic bohemian rhapsody Ooh. starring rami malek yes who i don't know if you guys know rami malek i do because of the movie because, yeah, of course, because he was Ra in Night at the Museum. Nah, I don't know about that. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I just know who he is. I just know he's like this super stoner who goes on late night television shows to talk about his movies like everyone else does. That's the only, if you've watched those clips of him making the rounds amongst the late night shows, it's all I know yeah, about Yeah, Mr. Him. Robot is, Tom? Nope. Yeah, he's okay. Mr. Robot. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, I know. Yeah, uh, the, the sticks have a song <laughs> Anyway, on carry on. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> no, that wasn't Mr. Robot. <laughs> sure. Uh, what's next? It's the Japanese version. <laughs> So Brian Singer was fired for this because with two weeks left to film, he suddenly disappeared. They apparently broke for Thanksgiving and he never came back to set. Oh, wow. And yeah, just disappeared. This apparently is not the first time he has done this. What the fuck? Uh, He is known for just getting fed up and not coming back. He claims that his father i think it is this time is ill and that the the studio won't let him care for his his ill uh, family member but it is uh that may or may not be the truth okay <laughs> that's weird yeah that's yeah, beyond weird. this is like i said this is not the first time this has happened this movie has had and, some trouble in the past yeah. couple <clears throat> years wasn't, wasn't, oh this has been a long time coming i think it was 2006 they started this yeah movie. yeah yeah it's but, been a while but wasn't hasn't brian singer often been accused of like uh being into young boys too yeah, i believe you're right yeah. really yep. yeah. i didn't know that there's certainly yeah. been accusations against him yeah. get out of here yeah well because i i just know the like the original controversy of this i remember sasha baron cohen was supposed to be freddie mercury, uh, freddie mercury. yeah and uh, yep yeah and he explained that he got the idea of the mustache for his character borat in the film borat from freddie mercury you know, like like it was everything was gemming, but then there was issues with that. And now well, I they, know they didn't this. want to do their entire movie of Freddie Mercury interviewing people on the street. <laughs> <laughs> no. I like you. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> you will never get this. I'm sorry. Um, wow. My wife. I've seen this movie. It's like quite a, a few time times. machine. <laughs> yeah. A little bit like a time machine. Not like uh, George Harrison's time machine. No, not like that at all. <laughs> Which I have seen. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's a weird thing. So who's directing this fucking film now? Uh, according to IMDb, nobody. Oh, mm. so it's just going to be like it's just I, on hold now? I don't know. No, they're, they are going to finish it. They are working to finish it. They have announced that they will be finishing it soon. But I don't know who the new director is. I'm sure I'm sure it's out there somewhere. I just don't have access to the information. But it, they've just removed all of his information from IMDb. I just He's still listed as a producer, just not director at all. I wow. I just want to see this fucking movie. Something they, tells me that Brian May is going to like hop on his guitar and fly over and finish it. Himself. <laughs> yeah, right? Right. Because I know they've uh, Roger Taylor and Brian May, the two not surviving members because the, the bass player is still alive, just not part of it anymore. Mm-hmm. They had a lot to do with this the creation of this movie. Uh, but like, it's been a long time that we were promised this fucking yeah. movie, <laughs> yeah. and I'm really getting tired of <laughs> fucking waiting yeah. around. I'm a well, huge I knew you'd Queen be excited. Fan. That's why I wanted to make sure that this was included in what I talked oh, about. Oh yeah, today. absolutely, absolutely. We need that in life. We need this movie. Yeah, yeah. It has to happen. No, exactly. I mean, this is going to be such an uplifting movie, and at the same time, probably such a, a heartbreaking movie. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to cry my ass off if it's done correctly because like I get <laughs> yeah, so oh, yeah. emotional when it comes to like Freddie Mercury's death, John Lennon's death. John Lennon's death is coming up in a couple of days. Yeah. There's this weird fucking mood I get into where I only listen to John Lennon songs for the entire day, and I just cry. <laughs> I wasn't even alive for this shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you, when you connect with something like that, you connect with something like that, you know? We're going to have to stop. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not making fun of you, John. I know you're listening. 
yeah. from okay Tom from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, yeah, imagine if there was no heaven. Yeah. Right, I'll stop. All right. I, I'm Thank you. Thank fucking you. sued. <laughs> <laughs> uh. you know, imagine if there was no hunger. That's all I'm saying. All right. Uh, and no religion, too. And no religion, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know um, what's interesting about that song, though, what's is that, interesting um, about that, song, Austin? that evangelicals have stolen it a couple times and changed that line. Have they? Yeah, to... Uh, and one religion too. To raping our women too? Maybe I don't know. I didn't oh. listen to the rest of it, but it really oh. pissed me off when they, they changed that line to sing it. Yeah. So, and one religion, like that is entirely one, the opposite of what he's saying. Yeah. Hey, uh, Kevin. Before we conclude, uh, are, is there any movies that you're other like than the ones you mentioned that you're looking forward to seeing, or TV shows, or anything like that? Uh, I am super looking forward to seeing Jumanji when that comes out in December. I already have tickets to three different showings of Star Wars. Uh, there you the, go. The Last Jedi. Me too. I can't so, wait. <laughs> Bullshit. No, no. <laughs> I hate you so much, Tom. I have to watch uh, the first one first. <laughs> I have to say, I I just got tickets to The Disaster Artist, and I am incredibly excited to see that. I, I kind of want to see that. Like, I don't want to see that at all, but I kind of want to see that. <laughs> I know. It's tricky. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that that's about what I've got there. I haven't yet watched uh, the new Dark uh, TV series or, or Netflix series. Me neither. But I hear that that's pretty good. Yeah. So I'm, I can't, wa- can't wait for that. Can I, can yeah, I tell you yeah. what you should be looking forward to? Because all those answers were wrong. <laughs> of course, Tom. Give, give us what, your what, set deep straight, and detailed Tom. knowledge. X-Files comes back to conclude uh. season 10 on January 3rd, 2018. If we make it there lie. as a country, I can't fucking wait. <laughs> I haven't seen uh, seasons, uh, you know, 10, 9, 8, or 7 at this point. Okay, so I'm so going to have to go back. As a, as a legitimate X-File fan who has seen every fucking episode, all of their 224 episodes, yeah, multiple like times. several times, yeah. I will say yeah. that you can just bypass seven, eight, and nine. Yeah, the one that you should watch is the season f- or the series finale, the last one. It's like a two-hour-long episode, but everything else between the season seven and nine are useless. You don't need to see them. Well, what 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 season and that's is why Drive? I haven't in? Seen them. Drive, I think, is one of those seasons. Oh, so that well, that one episode. Yeah, you yeah, watch. just the one because Drive has uh, Brian Cranston in there. So if you're a Breaking oh, okay. Bad fan, it's kind of cool. Aaron Paul was also in it at one point. Yeah, his uh, was I didn't like his as much. Though. Now Tuco. Tuco was in oh, one, too. Right, that was yeah. a really good one. But anyway, season 10 <laughs> is coming out in January, and I just hope that we can make it into January as a country. I really need to see this. If we go into like a nuclear war and we lose fucking like all cable service and internet power because of it, I'm, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Well, if we I'm go gonna, in the nuclear world, I don't think you'll have to worry about it. I'm going to retreat, yeah, it'll be fine. retreat into the woods or something because I need this Spoiler conclusion. alert, you'll be dead. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That's a big spoiler alert, That's Kevin. because you haven't been buying those buckets that, <laughs> that Jim Baker sells. No, Austin. Yeah, that's not politics. That's right. just good salesmanship. And it's religion. Um, all right. Well, I guess that's it. You, don't have, you have anything else for us or are we? Uh, I got nothing else. No, okay. that'll do it for this time. All right. Well, first of all, this was far more entertaining <laughs> than when austin and i do this yeah. so expect to come back on uh i if, hope so if, if you want okay good uh because we need you <laughs> like badly <laughs> and hopefully we can eventually get all three of them on yes yeah that would be nice it's, your schedules are kind of hard yeah it, it can be a little tricky but we'll figure it out yeah sure. absolutely yeah. can't wait for that day too uh it's gonna be a lot of you know, I, I got to prepare myself. It's going to be a lot of bashing on my behalf. But hey, listen, I'm ready. All right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, 
you know, you want to pr- you promote your show. No, no, do you want to you promote your show? <laughs> yeah. So I am from the Nerdy Things podcast. If you like anything of what you've heard today, uh, I promise we are better when there's more of more of us. Uh, you can find us anywhere. You can download podcasts, uh, iTunes, I, Stitcher, maybe I don't know, Google Play. <laughs> I just you're listening to this as a podcast. Go find another podcast. Nerdy things. No. You're gonna love it. Nerdy things. T H A N G S is how you spell that. Make sure you check him out on Twitter so much, at, at Nerdy Fangs. <laughs> Don't worry, he doesn't make the show notes. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, no, but for real, go check them out. They're awesome. Uh, Kevin, thank you so much for saving our segment. Thank you. Hey, welcome back, and uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, that interview with Kevin. Not really an interview, more like him saving our fucking pop culture segment. Yes. Which we hadn't done in a few weeks. I know, yeah, I felt bad. I Yeah, but the last time, I think the last time we did one was when I went on a Power Ranger rant. Mm, Don't feel so bad anymore. (laughs) There you go, there you go. So thank you for that. Um, the Power Bottom Rangers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The Brown Ranger. (laughs) Oh, my God. There there was no Brown Ranger. Yeah, but I bet if there were, it would have been Latina. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Probably. That show's racist. It was not. It was incredibly racist. racist. It got better. Mm. It did. After that season, there were different directors. Then it was like racist in space. (laughs) No, they were not racist in space. They changed everything. Oh, my God. Oh, that has to be a new cover band. The Ted Nugent cover band, Racist in Space. Yes. New cover band, Racist in Space. It's hard to say. Racist in Space. The Ted Nugent cover band. Okay. Or what else? Yeah, he's he's racist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to think of any others. Any of those white power bands, I guess. Uh, Leonard Skinner. Ah, uh, they racist? Maybe. Excuse me? Have you not seen any of the album covers from them? No. They all have a Confederate flag. Oh, One then, way or another, yes, yes yeah. you're a racist. I'm sorry. Yeah. The flag alone true. doesn't make you a racist, but what it stands for makes you a racist. I'm sorry. And they had a know. problem with Neil Young's song about calling out racism. That's so. why Sweet Home Alabama is even a song. I know. Yeah, I know. So fuck that. Yeah. Uh, fuck them. Maybe it's a Kid Rock cover band. I'm pretty sure he's racist. Could be. He I think sampled he Sweet Home Alabama. He did, and he yeah. made a hit song with like the same exact song. Yeah. Well, literally, yeah. they sang "Sweet Home Alabama." Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, that is it for this big dumb show. Mm-hmm. Um, not as big, not as dumb, but actually pretty big. Just not as dumb as <laughs> always. I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, thank you. Uh, well, you know, how about this, Austin? <laughs> what are your final thoughts? Oh, oh, you're gonna ask me my final thoughts, you know, like you do every week, but you almost just forgot. But you can cut out to make it look like I didn't because okay, yeah. that would make it more. I could do that. <laughs> then you will do that. <laughs> we'll see. Probably not. Yeah. What are your final thoughts? Well, um, I thought we had two fantastic guests today. We did. And it's been a while since we've had a two guest show. Yes. I don't remember the last time, but I don't. I think it was. Uh, 
Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and um, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. That was from definitely. Show. Yeah. yeah, I think that was that was definitely that was like episode thirteen. <laughs> it was a while ago. Yeah. It was a yeah. long time yeah. ago. Yeah, but it's, um, it's, it's a little extra work. Yeah. A little extra work on the side. Um, <laughs> a little mayo on the side. I thought we had a particularly good little ugly on the side live episode today. I think so. I don't yeah. remember all of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> no, it was yeah. a good one. Um, other than that, I think that's about all I got. Yeah, same for yeah. me. Yeah. And you know what? I, I hope more Republicans who are progressive-minded people, even, you know what? I'll even change that. You, I would hope that they're progressive-minded, but if they're not and they're centrists, I hope they run too. Yeah. I'm tired of this, of this conservative party. Yeah. You know, that you're not helping the country by going backwards. No. Yeah, centrist Republicans would be nice, actually. They're much nicer than the shit that we have now. Because we already have centrist Democrats, so it wouldn't be that much different. <laughs> and you know what? Brand new Congress is backing at least two that I know of. Yeah. Progressive-minded Republicans. And then I believe there's a guy who um, ran for the DNC chair. It's very progressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samuel Ronan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. running now as a Republican. He is. Yeah. And I, I just want to say this. This is the importance of knowing who is in your area and who's running in your offices Mm -hmm. because just because it has the r or the d next to their name does not make them a good or bad person Mm -hmm. you have to look into these people because you know what i guarantee you in our lifetime we might have missed one republican who's who was decent yeah and we picked the Democrat just because it was a Democrat. Yeah. Now, I do my best to avoid that, and mm-hmm. I look up every candidate that I can physically find. Yeah. And like this year alone, I actually didn't. This was the one year where I was just like, I'm voting Democrat Yeah. because I'm tired of Republicans. Yeah. That's not a good mindset to be in. No. And, and proof But they've almost free. forced you there. They did, well, yeah. but at the same time, we were proven wrong today yeah. because Mark Whitmire is a Republican. Yeah. But he's just as progressive as we are. Yeah. Go to his website. Look at his views. Listen to yeah. some of his uh, discussions on YouTube. He's on you. I've seen videos of him on YouTube. It's great. Well, it's just it's like it's that bar. It's like you know, if you want, if you want uh, Medicare for all, mm-hmm. you know, if you want uh, to fix income inequality, like yep. it's just if you check off the big issues, and I don't care what letters next to your name. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. yeah. These are these are things for people. Yeah. What makes Republicans Republicans these days is they back corporations. Yeah. <laughs> that they don't give a, a fuck lot of Democrats about us. Do that too, they do. Yeah. No, you're right. You're yeah. 100% right, which yeah. is why we follow progressives. Really, it seems like like the divide, the dividing line between Republicans and Democrats on the mainstream stage yeah. just tends to be their social views. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, if you're a racist or a bigot, like, exactly. that's the dividing yeah. line, really. Yeah. Which in that in that situation- Because there's, there's people with crazy conservative economic oh, views that are- Democrats just because they're not bigots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the Southern Democrat is typically yeah. like that. Yeah. So you're not safe just yeah. by voting for a Democrat or just by no. voting for a Republican. Just yeah, you got to look into their yeah, that's all, policy. That's all yeah. I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes if you keep an open mind, yeah. now our listeners are probably already doing this, Yeah. but if you keep an open mind, you might find that the other side has better views. Yeah. In this case, if we lived in Tennessee, I would probably be voting for Mark Whitmire. Over whoever the DNC Over throws whoever up, the, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, automatically. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, just wanted to make that clear. It'd be weird, though. <laughs> it would be, but I, I would proudly support him. Oh, in a heartbeat, yeah. Because I don't care yeah. about the name of the party he belongs to. It's just a name. 
Anyway, that's it for me too. I don't yeah. really have anything else. Yeah. Um, you can, as always, you can download or listen to our podcast on Blog Talk Radio. That's our main home. You can download our um, podcast for free on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Everything is free, by the way. Yep. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Pod. Facebook. You can do a search for us and find us. I think it's <laughs> at Pod as well. Yeah, yeah. We're slightly more active on Facebook these days. A little bit. But not really. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram's still in limbo. Yep. We'll fix it. Don't worry. You're not missing much. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? I, you know, find us on any podcasting site. If there's some place that you haven't found us, let us know. We'll work on that. We're on Google Play now, yep. Stitcher, yep. all these places. And for people, we usually do our live Twitter question answering segment uh, Tuesday afternoons, mm-hmm. Eastern time. Yes. Give or take yeah. around four or five o'clock Ish, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And um, I thought it was nice that uh, Wayward Willis and Stephen, or as people know him, propaganda, propaganda yeah. or our UK correspondent, yes. or our not American reporter. <laughs> yeah. He's got a lot of names. <laughs> a man of many names. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, they had a fun chat while we were they did. making stupid jokes. <laughs> Which we didn't realize oh, no, yeah. until afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. We'll try to pay attention to that next time. We just I don't yeah, know it's weird that. over the interface. It doesn't pop up. Yeah, like yeah. but yeah. that leads me to my next thing. It's not really oh, a segue, it kind but of it is. kind of is yeah. because if we're gonna do things like this, we need help because Austin and I are not Donald Trump. Our dads did not give us a million dollar loan. No. And we can call Nor did we get a giant loan. tax cut in this place. Exactly. <laughs> if anything, our taxes are going up. Oh no, they're <laughs> definitely going up. So yeah. I'm just saying we need help. And if you want to see us do more things like this, that's like a little tidbit as to what we can do. Mm-hmm. And that's only one of the things that we had planned was yeah. to go live more often. Yep. But it is $10 a month, which doesn't seem like a lot. But when you uh, put the other expenses in and all the other stuff, it's all numbers. Yeah. You don't have to worry about all that. It's just, you know, we need a little bit of help. So, but if you want to help us uh, the show out, if you think that we're worthy of getting some sort of money from you. <laughs> and when I say some sort of money, like a fucking dollar. Yeah. You could go to www.patreon.com forward slash dumballover. We have a bunch of different rewards that you can get just by donating, but we're literally just asking for like a dollar. Yeah. If five more people donate one dollar each per episode, so that's four dollars a month, yeah. we have enough to do this live every single every yeah. single week. Yeah, keep... That's all it takes. Yeah. So and I think with that we could even get the the slightly better one that allows us a slightly yeah, longer show. Yeah, we could. Yeah, yeah. And maybe even have guests on because this one is restrictive. It only allows us to have two two import, uh, inputs. And honestly, if we were able to get those um, those couple more patrons, I, I'd consider doing the entire show live. Yeah, no, me too. Me too. So I, I listen. Very dangerous. Once in a while, not all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is uh, we cannot do this on our own. So um, if you don't think a dollar is going to help us, you're wrong. Yeah. Every single cent helps us out. Yeah. Um, so if you can, just consider it so we can do more of this. Yeah. If not, one one day we're going to run out of emails and then yeah. that live show goes away, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we'll we'll go with the tide. We have a few more emails we have to use, so we have a few couple more months left. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it for me. All right. You got anything else? I got nothing else. Okay. Just, uh, yes, we'll be back next week. Hopefully. <laughs> you never know these days. Yeah. Uncertain times. Yeah. 
Thank you for tuning in. Check us out next week. We'll be back with a whole new load of shit. <laughs> oh, that's it. Have a good week. All right. See you guys. Smart person. <laughs>